live from Delaware, it's Hoagies and Pierogies, with your hosts, Ian DiCarlo, we're getting a little double down, chocolate rain, and RJ Hammond, I just want some more hot tea in my life, let's just say he was a good lover. All right, you want to get this thing rolling? Yeah, college basketball started yesterday, too. I saw there was already an upset, it was, at least the women's. There was Michigan State lost to JMU. Well, I guess we can talk about it. It was we don't that's we don't right. have we don't have to spend a segment on that's right. I forgot about it just that. started. It was it was just it was a fuck ton of games, but nothing interesting. Baylor Auburn's tonight, which is good, but I'm I'm gonna try to watch more uh, college basketball this year. But maybe I don't need it since I won the bracket. <laughs> just got to get the champion, basically. Sometimes it's almost better to just go in blind to that. Like, I, I'm going to actually watch more games this year, like watch the big games and see how it helps me with gambling with it, especially in March. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't I don't watch really – the past couple of years, I haven't watched anything until conference tournaments. And I just – look at stats from the year and the trends and stuff and just bet off that and i've done really well like i always end up basically my entire bankroll for the tournament is built off of starting with like a hundred dollars for the conference tournament and i usually go into the march madness with like three four hundred dollars like i just (laughs) go off that sometimes you get fucked but like you just college basketball is one of the easier things to bet if you like watch stats but sometimes you can get fucked because teams will just they're college basketball, and they'll just not score for ten minutes all of a sudden, and they're like, "Well, the over's <laughs> fucked now." Like they, they, they always they hit the over ninety percent clip, but this game, <clears throat> they just weren't hitting threes. Right. It's I like the. Uh, I at least want to start watching early in the season because I like that tournament that they play on the aircraft carrier. That's just the. Uh, I think it's Duke, Michigan that they do every year. It's just like one game that they do, but they have the Maui oh, Invitational. Okay. The Maui Invitational is a big one where you have like a bunch of top 25 teams that are playing, and that's always fun. That's like during Thanksgiving week, I think. Feast week, that's what it Ooh, is. I love, okay. I love Feast week games. I'm always home. I'm interested. I'm always home with my mom for Thanksgiving, watching, like, intently watching this random college basketball game on my iPad and just trying not to tip her off that I definitely just bet on this game. And she has to know. <laughs> She's like, why are you watching that game? I'm like, it's college basketball. Yeah, Thanksgiving's in two weeks. That's crazy. Yeah, Jesus. I'm hosting. I mean, yeah, we got to get used to the time change first. Jesus. This one really threw me for a loop. Luckily, I didn't. I wasn't working or anything. It, what I realize now is if you work overnight, you basically have to work an extra hour. Yeah. <laughs> that happened to me one time. I was working uh, the <laughs> night shift at Amazon. And it went from two to one. And we were all like, let's go. An extra hour. Fuck. (laughs) Shoot me. I think this is the last time. I think we don't do daylight savings anymore. So I I looked it up. It still hasn't gotten passed through legislation. Apparently, they're going to try to get it pushed next year before the clocks go forward again. Yeah. But it's not official yet. There really isn't. I mean... It kind of sucks that it's so that it gets dark so early, but that'll go away after a little, after a while. Yeah, like, and it's 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 probably some boomer or something that's like, no, we always did daylight savings in our time. 
these liberals right. or whatever they'll say. And it's like, it's no, the same it's just, people that no want to keep around pennies. It. There's no reason for pennies. <laughs> no, the only thing the I will say, I am a huge defender of pennies simply because I love stumbling by a penny that's on heads on the ground and being like, I'm winning every bet today. Like, I pick up a lucky penny <laughs> every single time. I literally picked one up yesterday. Well, that'll just, make, that'll just make nickels the new penny if you find a heads-up nickel. <laughs> not the same though but i i love that it's something that i don't think i've really told anyone but like i genuinely every time i see one i will always pick up a penny on heads and if it's on tails i avoid it like the plague if they made nickels brown everyone <laughs> would want <laughs> everyone would want to treat them like pennies then yeah i think pennies cost more to make than they actually worth but ian nickels are already brown <laughs> That one almost went by me. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) Since you're leaving, I'm going to start branding (laughs) it like that. Let's (laughs) go. Unload the clip. Go ahead. Unload the clip. I still have to be careful just in case, but you can go ahead and unload the clip. Legion of Skanks? No, this is Legion of Sports. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) So. Uh, did anything happen in NHL besides me putting the video of Adam Johnson in the YouTube video? <laughs> did you actually? I, I did. I put a warning, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was the clip I posted today on Instagram was um, me saying, well, our worst fears have come true. And then I put in a warning. <laughs> um, Nothing like of note. Some teams that are just really good. Uh, like Vegas is staying on the trend. Like they've just been killer all year. They've only lost two games and one in overtime, uh, which is kind of a crapshoot because it's three on three. Like I think that can really go either way. Um, <clears throat> who, who's been a surprise? Um, I guess the Devils aren't a surprise because they were a playoff team last year. But Jack Hughes is playing like one of the best players in the NHL right now. He's hurt right now, which is um, I always love the way NHL does injury reports. Like, I think his injury report is, like, he's week by week, or he's week to week, and it's an upper body injury. And it's like, well, that yeah, could mean anything. <laughs> it's always upper body or lower body. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the Detroit Red, Wing, Red Wings? <laughs> the Detroit Red Wings. The Red Wings. <laughs> <laughs> that Chargers fan, that was me right there. Uh, the, <laughs> I'll throw a couple. Why not? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, uh, Detroit uh, coming back up. Being good, I remember Detroit was like fucking. They were like the Patriots. I feel like when I was younger in hockey, like the, they were always just in it. They might not have been won the cup every year, but they were always like in the mix every year. I, I really, yep. the Flyers are a really fun team to watch. I, I love watching them. They're playing with heart. I love this new, um, like the new era of Orange, as they say. The vibe around it is good. We're not doing great right now, but they're still like they're like in a lot of games the good teams have killed us a couple times but they're they're making the games fun at least for me to watch so i've, I've been keyed in on hockey a lot more this year fuck yeah uh i, th- I guess the sharks are historically bad they're oh ten and one historically <laughs> bad we play them tonight and it will be very fun 
<laughs> yeah, uh, <coughs> it just, like went completely downhill. I remember they used to be in the playoffs every <clears throat> single year. The Oilers are very good, or not very good. The Oilers are very bad. <clears throat> They're two eight and one to start the season. I was gonna and ask. Yeah, they. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I think uh, what's his name. Uh, I think McDavid should just try and get out of there or something. I don't. I don't know what it is with them because I haven't been so keyed in. I think most of it is depth because most of their salary is locked up in like Drysidle and uh, McDavid, but like. They just flame out so horribly in the playoffs every year. I guess they made it to the conference finals last year, but lost right. to Vegas, who was just a clearly a wagon. But like to come back this year and be so bad to start, it's early and you can easily bounce back. I mean, when the Blues won the cup at the All Star break, they were the worst team in the league, which makes that cup run even more crazy. Is it the same amount of games as NBA eighty two? Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, there's there's plenty of time. Which we should talk a little NBA too, because NBA is very interesting as well. They uh, yeah, I, uh, we know the only thing basically we said is about the James Harden trade. James Harden, um, Sixers are also just fun. I kind of really dig the vibe. I these I'm I'm coming back around to the amount of people that we just got from the draft of like they're not a lot of big there's no big name in it but if you look at a lot of these teams that have won lately it's like they have that depth and you know it's joel doesn't have to put up 30 10 and 8 every night like if we have a deep bench that's pretty awesome and the bench players are great kelly Oubre is awesome i i love him on the team maxi's been fun it's they're a fun team to watch again and they're i think they have the same record as the celtics and i think we play them Tonight? Ooh. No, no, no. There's no NBA tonight. No NBA tonight. I think we play them tomorrow. That's always a great <clears> game <throat> when those two play. And they're, I mean, the Celtics are For a the most part. wagon too, but I, I kind of like that they're, it, the teams might have been better on paper the past with like Simmons and Harden. And even Jimmy Butler was like, that was really good too, but they, there was still this aura of like, Ah, there's something weird with the team that doesn't seem like they all like each other completely. Like, they're not friends. It just seems like a better culture in the locker room and all around, which uh, makes me have hopes for the rest of the season. And maybe they'll surprise it. Like, maybe they'll surprise everyone. Webb and Yama's actually working out. He's doing all right. He started off a little slow. Mm -hmm. um, But he's impressed. he did. He did start off a little slow, but I, I mean, he's a rookie. That'll take some time. He'll get around to it. Um, his handles are crazy. I like watching his pregame things. Shane and I have been joking back and forth every night if he doesn't have like, I don't know, like 20, 10 and something, like a, a double-double at least every night. We just text back and forth like, bust. <laughs> or if he like doesn't cover bets for us. Um, 20, 10, and 5 blocks every single game. Like. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the most interesting thing about NBA that I want to talk about is this new in-season tournament that they're doing. So I didn't realize it was so early. I thought it would be around <clears throat> like Christmas. So it's – it's uh, I'll explain it because I had no idea what it was. I was like, uh, how does this all work? So I looked it up the other day, and I was watching videos and watching people talk about it. And so the uh, playing games are only going to be on Tuesdays and Fridays on non-conventional football days because so that that way they don't have to compete against NFL or college football. I mean, there will still be college okay. football on on those days, but not big-name college football. And their right. thing is to 
draw uh like basically draw more people more casual watchers in the middle of the season where people aren't really watching as much during football season and it's like it doesn't really matter till the end of the season which is what a lot of people say same thing with these new uh rules that they're doing with the what's it called like they can't uh the load management rules there you can't like mm. there's only a certain amount of things that you can do the new courts with the nba right. uh with this in-season tournament so it's like very long it's like kind of goes throughout the season, but it's in the middle. Yeah. Of it. I thought it was just like, oh, two weeks and this is over. Where are the are the courts in a different city, or are they already in existing? They just arenas? take them off. They just they just take. Them. Oh, I mean, they, okay. Half these arenas they switch from hockey to basketball night in and night out. That so. listen, people complain about Boise State, but if you're gonna complain about Boise State, you also have to complain about these courts they're so bright like them. and in your fucking face i like them too i mean i like boise state's field That's but true. a lot of people hate the boise blue and the, i mean <laughs> the boise blue is these very, courts are yeah these courts are i mean uh, these these courts are even like the red one is so bright <laughs> some of them are very very interesting um i really like i like a lot of them i think it's just different i think they'll find a way to make it not so in your face, but still cool and different. Like they're doing very, uh, I listen to uh, anyone who's listening. You should go listen to Brian Windhorst talk about it on ESPN. He was very good. And like, it was very, I'm doing a poor job of explaining how he said it, but like just how the NBA, it seems like a very smart and intriguing idea for the NBA to like keep intrigue in the middle of the season. And you're specifically having like uh, conference matchups and stuff and they count towards the season. And it's, it's very cool. It's one of the more interesting things that I've seen sports do since, like, yeah, the pitch clock almost is, like, one of the newest big changes. Like, I kind of do it to that where I find it very interesting to see if these players, like, buy in and you'll get these more competitive games because it's in this in-season tournament. Exactly, and it keeps the fans more engaged, I think, because you're and like, oh, there's, like, a, a, a race inside of a race, you know? It's like... And there's already... A so there's no sponsor for this tournament. There's no like lead sponsor for this tournament, and there's already a half a million dollar prize for every player on the winning team. So imagine Holy like if, shit. if you buy in, that <laughs> prize pool can go way up. Like I think it. I think they're it's doing a, fucking... a lot to incentivize the players to do this and make money for the league. And I think it's really cool. I think it's a really cool idea by the league. And Adam Silver, I think, is up there for like one of the top. Uh, what do they call him? Roger Goodell's out there. What's Roger Goodell's title? <laughs> one of the top Roger Goodell's, the commissioner. <laughs> yes. I think he's one of the best commissioners out there. I, I, I think he is too. I think he's done the best and he knows what the fans want, I think, a little bit more than – he's a little bit more in touch than the rest of the owners. And he's very open. The, to just, I mean, the rest of the commissioners. Yeah, like he's very open to just trying stuff. Like I wouldn't be surprised if in five years, if he's still commissioner, like there's a four point circle like you have at the Globetrotters games, like with like to show off talents of like Steph and Damian Lillard. Like some people won't guard them out there, but they'll still hit those shots. Mm -hmm. Like it adds an extra element to the game. It adds some excitement. Like hey, we're down by four with three seconds left. You know, usually that's just dead. You're going to try and hit a quick three and foul and, like, get back. You're not dead at that point. You can tie it up. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be very interesting, and I wouldn't be surprised if Adam Silver did that. Yeah, I think Adam Silver is open to trying stuff. He looks like the guy in the video of him oiling up his head and shoving it inside the woman. 
We give Goodell shit, but I he does he I, football I, NFL is probably the most profitable it's ever been for them. Right. We just don't like him this... as a, like as fans. I think. Yeah, I I think I said this recently. Um, Goodell's been doing a great job the past. Wasn't COVID. Like I said, that's that's one to mention him because he's got all his games in under COVID. The only commissioner to do that. So I mean that goes a long way, I think, for fans in making it a more legitimate season yeah. than the other sports. He's like, if if you were to read his job description, he's doing his job description perfectly. Now there's some things like the way the NFL is handled, like um, what's it called, domestic violence and stuff like that, and how they've handled suspensions with shit like. That, maybe not, but his job description is probably make the league money and be the owner's basically, like, punching bag. He's been perfect at that. Probably, right, right. No one probably does their job better than him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely... But goddamn it, Goodell, if you have a fucking Super Bowl in Europe, I will riot. You think January 6th was some shit? You send the Super Bowl over oh, there. Oh boy, we will <laughs> overrun have, the will, the NFL. You'll have red and so blue fast. combining for purple to take down Roger Goodell. Like there will be no more. <laughs> there will be no more Democrat or Republican. It'll be football fans together. We're taking down Goodell. You're not taking football from and us, then, man. And then when it's purple, we can blame all the Ravens and the Minnesota Vikings fans. <laughs> That distracts from the red, white, and blue, so they just don't blame it on the Patriots and the Bills. <laughs> Get them off my back. <laughs> um, but we're talking about uh, improving the quality of life for, just in general, for the league. Um, Craig Council, this was interesting. I guess we're going to go into baseball now. Yeah, that was, was. I saw that. I was watching a something live, and that popped up. Shocking. Everyone was uh, thinking that he would get the Mets job, but then uh, Jeff uh, Basson reported he wasn't going to get the Mets job. Then two hours later, he was like, oh, he's going to be the Cubs manager. David Ross is fired, former Cubs player. <laughs> but <laughs> I guess uh, Wilson Contreras, who used to play for the Cubs, he plays for the Cardinals now, chimed in and said, it's about time. <laughs> yeah, I... That was random. I was watching um, one of my Barcelona shows. I'm because one of, like a big Chicago fan. Where like he was live react to that. He's like, "What the hell? That's weird." Like he was. I guess Cubs fans weren't even expecting that shit. <laughs> <clears throat> it was announced that he was uh, that Council was going to leave the Brewers. And one of I follow a lot of Pirates people. Obviously, mm-hmm. they a lot of people were like, "Oh, this yeah. is one of the best Mondays ever." And then he went to the Cubs, and we were all like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's Five crazy. Years, $40 million. This may be bigger than any contract the Pirates will give out this offseason. Probably. Unfortunately would be for you, sad. probably. I think that's a great move for the Cubs. They were obviously one of – they were almost as bad as the Pirates this year, which is not good for them at all. Yeah. The Cubs they were... weren't the worst. They weren't the Cardinals. Didn't the Cubs yeah, just the Cubs... barely make the, miss the playoffs? The Cubs were uh, maybe they did make a uh, they like they push they had here. like a they had a really bad collapse where they they were like right in the spot uh, to be in the playoffs and then they collapsed. Oh, I think the yeah. Braves knocked them out in like the last couple of games. Well, 
I guess they were only seven games better than the Pirates. The Pirates were 76 and 86. A little bit better than people think, I think. The Cubs were 83 and 79. Yeah. So, um, it was close. I always forget that you guys are in the NL, too. Like, that always fucks me up because the Steelers are in the AFC. Like It two, is weird. It does sound weird. But I don't know why I think that because the Penguins and the Flyers have always been in the same conference or division. And the Pirates and the uh, Phillies probably have been. But Steelers, uh, Eagles, I'm like, yeah, that means all the Pittsburgh and Philly things are like, right. separate. <laughs> Did you know this? No. Houston used to be in the same division as the Pirates. Dude. I got another crazy one for you. The Cardinals, <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals used to be in the NFC East. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. weird. <laughs> I think it that, took I me think, a minute to process that. I know. You were like, <laughs> That's how weird it was. You were like, wait. wait. What? Yeah. I was like, you, Arizona? Go back and look at huh? divisions. It's just just a fun thing to do, like on the Wikipedia or whatever. The history of the divisions in football. There's some weird things. Like I think it was like Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Redskins at the time, and then Cardinals because there was five teams in each division. And it's like, what the hell? Oh yeah, that's weird. That is really weird. I I mean I assume that's what it's it's gonna change again <laughs> after the MLB gets two more teams, likely. <laughs> <laughs> When's but, that gonna come? Two years? Um, I feel like that's what I've heard. Probably like twenty twenty eight at the earliest. I would feel. Ooh. Who would be? That's gonna take the, like. That's gonna take a long time. Well, not. I shouldn't say them actually showing up. Like them being announced that they're getting a team. Right. Um, Portland is a heavy favorite, and then also. Um, Portland. Yeah, Portland. I know. Uh, and like then have uh, a hard time one? converting a lot of Mariners fans. Yeah, they would be uh, a little bit out of place. I would feel like they would get a lot of converted A's fans, though, after they moved to Las Vegas. Well, yeah. I feel like that. I heard that's I've still heard, crazy that that's happening. I've heard Carolina, but I just feel like the Braves have almost like a monopoly of the South that it's like it would just never happen. Uh, Charlotte is the, the town that it would most likely be in, but it is, I mean, I think Charlotte's, uh, probably even just a little bit smaller of a market than the Pirates, so. The, How's there not, a, like, a Nashville or Tennessee team? That right, be, yeah. That should I be number one. Tennessee and Vanderbilt are, like, be. college baseball powerhouses. Like, Because they just have. Perennial. Yeah. What does Tennessee have? Memphis? They have the Grizzlies. They have the the Predators, and they have um, the Titans. The Titans, <laughs> the biggest team, probably. I mean, yeah, that's they. I I feel like Nashville is big enough that, that they that deserve. The last one that we said it is. <laughs> the NFL team was the last <laughs> one we thought of. And they have honestly, and most of them are probably Vols fans ahead of everything. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how it yeah. is in the South. Well, I was gonna. Uh, I was thinking that they were considering a Texas team. I can't remember. I can't remember what city. Ugh. It may have been San Antonio, but I mean, I guess we didn't even go over this. Congratulations to the Rangers on winning the World Series. I think we did, didn't we? 
No, they were in game. Oh my god, uh, dude! I four. Can't I can't believe it. it on Halloween, so long. <laughs> it does. It really does. Yeah, they won that that Wednesday. On they won on the first. It was impressive. First. And I, I got what I wanted. I, I didn't want the Diamondbacks to be the random team that popped up and won it all, uh, and they weren't. And it, it doesn't Let me seem double like check that. it doesn't seem like we're gonna double check what. Yeah, November first, the Rangers oh. won. <laughs> I just um, I just wanted to make sure because oh. it didn't sound right to me at first. Um, I saw tweets today from uh, ninety four WIP, which is like the local Philly sports radio. Um, it doesn't seem like Nola will be coming back. It seems like his asking price is more than what we would want to do. I think it was like thirty million seven years, something like that. Well, it would be. It's it's going to be hard for other teams to sign him because they offered him a qualifying offer. So that's one year twenty twenty point some million dollars <clears throat> this year. So if a if another team signs Nola, the Phillies will get a, a first round pick, a compensatory first round pick. Mm, smart from that from that team that sounds smart i like that depending on the uh uh the size of the market that they're in hmm. it, it sounds it, like it'll most they, likely uh, be a compensatory first round pick well he said if it nola doesn't stay then the the option for to replace him was blake snell and i've heard rumblings about a juan soto thing i don't know if that's actually going to happen but remember that thing with the all-star game and yeah i remember that yeah it's like yeah there's there's been some like under like deep internet type rumblings about it where i'm like hmm. yeah people have been people have been talking about it that's when i first got my voice back when i was <laughs> when we were going over the all-star game and shit <laughs> <laughs> oh now i'm starting to reminisce rj god damn it <laughs> <laughs> remember the first episode and how shit it was and how Dude, I awful was... the audio was I was just thinking about going back through that and fixing it. Dude, I remember watching it on my TV the first time. I think I can fix it. I had to turn it up to hear me. And then if I didn't switch it when you started to talk, (laughs) I thought my speakers were going to blow out. You were like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I'm a person. Because you were so like quiet, I don't know what kind of microphone had, setting you I were had using. Nothing. I was just using my like MacBook or headphone uh, head uh, microphone. I had no microphone at that time. Well, even then, I mean, you, like last week when I got the computer audio, I th- I think Skype still picked up the the microphone. Did we use something other than Skype? Did we try? Was that on Zoom? Or something else. I think we tried to use Zoom the first time. Yeah, that's right. Oh my yeah, god. I think we switched to Skype. <laughs> it was something like that. Yes, that's right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that was way, way back when. <laughs> oh, I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> uh, so yeah, life uh, happens last, and then everything changes. It does. It does. Last thing I wanted to talk about. <clears throat> Hayes. Cabrian motherfucking Hayes. Buying the jersey worked. Gold jersey for a gold glover. <laughs> Let's go. He should win the platinum go- uh, glove too. 
best defender at third base. That's a thing? In both, in both leagues. In both leagues. I guess it is. I tried to, like, say it was bullshit, but it's it's Rawlings. Okay. Rawlings is, is the same people who hands out the gold gloves, so. Did, it's is, it's is legit. That, is that new? No, it's not new. I, I didn't realize how. I think it's been going on since, like, the 2010s. Why so have I never heard of that? At least 10 years old. Oh, I, well, I didn't hear about it before. Like, I think it was two years ago I heard about it for the first time. That sounds more prestigious than the gold club. If it's between, if you're, that's basically saying you were the best third baseman in the league at all. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Why don't we talk more about that? In, uh, in the playoffs next year, when it pops up, I don't want to see the gold glove thing for the players. I want to see who had a platinum glove. <laughs> I don't care about the gold one. I think it's it's just less... I, I don't know why they don't use it more often. I don't know either. That's crazy. I, I feel like I should know more about that. I think Arenado has like five. Jesus Christ. Arenado won five. the past ten gold gloves at third base. This is the first year that he hasn't won it. That's crazy. Hayes should have won it last year, but Arenado hit better. That's all it takes to win the <laughs> gold glove is if you're popular enough and if you hit well enough. But Hayes was by far, in a way, the best one of the best defenders in the league. Period. He just outfield and field. Like him on the baseball diamond is like watching Wembenyana on a court. It's just like someone that size shouldn't be able to move that way in that sport. Right. He looks like a little kid. Like he just, <laughs> Hayes looks like a little kid. <laughs> like you see, you see these tall motherfuckers in the NBA like Bol Bol and Mo Bamba, and it's just like, Wimby, it's like, bah, 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 bam. And like, same with Brian Hayes, <laughs> someone that tall, you would think he's like, I mean, no, you just <laughs> rifling balls across the field and just so short flying makes the first base makes hard plays look so easy. That's why he's not in a lot of highlight reels. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Congrats to Cabrian Hayes. I love to see it. Finally. <laughs> All right. College football, baby. Hell yeah. I'll tell you what, before we start, we should not be having UConn, Tennessee, Campbell, UNC matchups this far into the season. This is no, the, There should be no reason for this. This is week 10. The The SEC some uh, the SEC does this a lot of times. Like late in the season, they have cupcake week that a lot of them play just some random team out of nowhere. And yeah, people bitch about it a lot. It is weird. Feels like your, your schedule should get like harder as it goes which I think with the new conferences coming up, it will. Like, you'll just have to be. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, this uh, – I also just thought of this. What if – I mean, this – what if the expanded playoff leads to more cupcake games scheduled late, later in the season because teams are like, oh, we have this in the bag. We'll be able to make the playoffs and just go on a run. Like a Georgia or like a Alabama or someone – or in no, Ohio State, I, Michigan, that perennially makes it. I don't think so because I, I think I, I think with the first playoff rankings, it showed that you know that's um, they they value like strength of schedule. Like Ohio State being number one, they had the best wins and the best schedule of undefeated teams so far. So they uh, yeah, I think they've shown that they value having a stronger schedule and 
you'll you'll probably have four easier games, like mm-hmm. especially with the new like I mean the Big Ten's massive. You're gonna have a bunch of Big Ten games. SEC is growing. I think it's just hard to have that many games when you have such a big conference. Like you're just gonna have to play more conference games. Right. Yeah. Um, I think they I already mean, said the SEC is. I think they normally do eight conference games, and I think they're doing nine now with the new teams. I think that's oh, okay. Said. That's that's good. That's so good. you'll still get you know Alabama versus Troy like every year, but you're, you're going to get yeah. more competitive games. And I do like that the season is staying the same, like twelve games. Yeah, yeah. So it's just but outside. Just, there's so much time yeah. in between the end of the season and the playoff. It was like, why would we not do this earlier? It's like let's just have the games. It's it's not times where the kids They're... are even in school gonna start in a week early right I, i'm pretty sure like around christmas if you I'd or like the week before up. christmas or something i think we talked about it the way that they scheduled this the the playoff for the 12 team is just like beautiful it's it's perfect the amount of games that they have when they're playing each oh one, we did it's we like did. way better i don't remember it off the top of my head we don't need to go back Me neither. it's i remember it like being perfect and i love the way mm. they did it it is. So outside of those two games that I had <laughs> the complaints about, extremely competitive weekend f- between ranked teams. It was very good. This was like the first real weekend that like from the top, like from the start of the day to the end of the day, there was just good games all day. And I've been kind of waiting for that. Like we've had a couple good uh, game or two in like different slots, but like, we haven't had a full day of just great games, and today we did. And I think even late into the night we did. It was awesome. Right. And I feel like a lot of the time it's been like, oh, we're looking forward to this game, but it always turns out a little bit lopsided. Yeah, so it's either lopsided or just like kind of a shitty game. Yeah, like even late at night we had uh, I feel Oregon like Washington, State, Colorado, and UCLA, yeah, Arizona. I feel like Washington, Oregon was like basically the best game this year. It was before by this far. Weekend. I Yeah. Yeah, I think, and even before that, it was probably Texas, Alabama, but Texas kind of ended up running away with that. Um, yeah, Oregon, Washington, definitely has been the best one so far. That's still in my probably that's number one for me so far. Game game, I think even after this week. I mean, but, I wasn't uh, even able to fully watch it. It was one of the best college football games I've ever watched. Like it's up there. I was at work, and just every time I could sit down and chart, I would like look at it. But <laughs> it was amazing. I watched basically the whole thing up until the last quarter. (laughs) So we start out an early game that I thought Texas would have no problem. I thought they had it in the bag. And and they were up, what, 17 to nothing to to start out the game? I was ready to high step all over because I've been on Texas since the beginning of the year, and I've been, I was so ready to high step because people were thinking Kansas State was like going to not only cover, they were going to win. And then I look back at it, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Why is this game close all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, Kansas State had 16 points in the fourth quarter, bringing it back to overtime. That was insane. Whoo! I, I wasn't watching that game, though. I think it's that was impressive. I mean, Malik Murphy, he looked great to start, and then he really looked really, really bad. And Texas has got a – there may be rumblings for people calling for Arch. I don't think they'll do it, 
But man, if he has another like not great game, like they're they're gonna have to bring Arch in because they gotta su just survive until Quinn gets back. Because all they need to do is just win out. Because they don't even need to play Oklahoma at this point in the Big Twelve right. Championship. They just need to win out. Yeah. Um, speaking of those uh, of Oklahoma, this was a, <laughs> this was a great game. Oklahoma State won twenty seven to twenty four. I uh, I know this is the rivalry you said that you were looking forward to. I love this game so much because it's just so awesome, and the fact that it was it was the last one possibly ever that we'll see because they're not playing once Oklahoma goes to the SEC, and just the fact that like Oklahoma State looks so bad to start, you know Oklahoma is. Um, you, you put the dagger in them. They're completely out of the college playoff. You won the last one against them. Like for Oklahoma State, who's lost most of these games and considered like little brother to like win this game was just like it. It was just poetic justice, just absolute mwah, chef's kiss to end that rivalry. It was amazing. And I'm just so happy we don't have to even talk about Oklahoma. It does kind yep. of them losing. <laughs> Them losing and to this game and to Kansas kind of hurts Texas almost because they don't have the chance to avenge that win. But I think if Texas wins out, they could be – they're sitting good. They might not be in. Did but... Texas play OSU yet? Yeah, they lost. Oh, Oklahoma, oh, okay. oh, Oklahoma State? Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, I don't know if they played. Oh, they haven't. Are they going to play – is that a uh, – That would have would to be – Would that be a possible Big 12 championship matchup? I believe it would have to be. Let me see if they play in the regular Ooh. season. Yeah, I didn't know if they were in. Yeah, uh, that would. Oh, and you even with that loss, Oklahoma's like like I basically just said, Oklahoma's out of the Big Twelve championship race almost. Like, so yeah, they could play Oklahoma State in the Big Ten, Big Twelve championship. It could be Kansas. Like that's very open for basically who's yeah, going to play Texas Kansas. right now. Yeah, because Kansas has been playing pretty Dude, decent, and they don't even have their starting quarterback. I don't have Kansas on here. Yeah, but they were a three-and-a-half-point underdog against Iowa State. I was like, what the fuck? I'll take that. I teased everything, so I, it, I did a six-and-a-half-point teaser. Ian, I got to warn it. you. I got it. You got it? You, you, you won? I know. I'm not. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> rule number one of gambling is don't do college teasers. And you were like, teasers are the way to go. And I was like, this moron. <laughs> I didn't want to just shut you down in the group message. I was just like, I'll it tell worked out perfectly because Florida State covered. I it was a fifteen point <laughs> cover with the teaser. <laughs> Baylor was a three and a half point uh, underdog with a teaser, and they ended up going into overtime. Which <laughs> even though they lost by one, I still got it. <laughs> so fucking happy. So lucky. Jesus. That's just. It was just so lucky. Uh. I'm not even. <laughs> I'm not going to say it was easy by any stretch at all. I, <laughs> but that's the only thing that I had to say about that. I knew Kansas was going to win. And having them at nine points was so easy to take. It's just like it, 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 some of those just look so easy. And then just sometimes they're not. Is why you, like, you just don't do it. And you, you managed to pick the ones that were easy and stayed easy, which is fucking impressive. Because I think I've only done it. I don't know if I've Seven ever done total. it with college. I don't know if I've ever done it with college. So that was impressive, but I just don't. Just be careful with that. 
Because that could have been the day oh, that it's already... plus nine was not easy. I mean, I wasn't really afraid of them playing Iowa State, to be honest with you. I know. I've just had the and same I, I saw that I saw that plus three and a half, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I, I just saw some of those lines, too, I knew in the, the teasers. And, and I'm I like, even I knew they looks? had Bean. I knew they had Bean, too. I knew it wasn't Daniel starting. But he's good, too. And, and Bean beat Oklahoma last week. I was like, what the fuck? Bean's not bad. He's a pretty good guy. He's, I mean, he's probably the best backup in the country, I think. He's a fifth year. Yeah, he's a fifth year. So, like, he knows what he's doing. It's not like he's completely inept. Sorry, everyone. I'm I'm under the weather. I don't know if I said that before. Oh, that's <laughs> Actually, okay. I'll cut this off. I'll, I'll cut out all your sniffles. I'm starting to feel worse. I don't know if it's because I just haven't talked all day, and now I'm talking a lot. But um, the uh, Ole Miss escaped a, uh, a game that I, I don't know how Texas A&M was even, like, close. Oh, my God. That that one was scary, too. <laughs> This is, I had Ole Miss, Ole Miss on there, uh, minus three. I didn't watch so that I got one, it. so I don't really know how that happened. But the score is just like, Ole Miss is just flirting with shit this whole time. And, you know, they have a chance to do something next week, They play, or this mm-hmm. weekend. They play Georgia, and Georgia, they won, but Missouri <sighs> was in that game the whole time. They almost, and they had, a almost had it. Almost fucking had it. Um, I liked the jerseys, obviously from Mississippi or from Ole Miss. The helmets. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. Were they wearing the powder blue? Yeah, powder blue. But then it's like it awesome. had the it had like the county lines on the helmet, but they were oh, like too defined. Cool. So it looked it looked like crack paint. It looked like chip paint. It, it was kind of bad. Uh, but yeah, that was a good game. Games. That was probably one of the more exciting games of the oh, day. Yeah. Um, stick with. You want to stick with the SEC? Yeah, go ahead. I don't know who. You, go ahead. LSU. Bama. Oh yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, who are you talking about? Game ended twenty-eight forty-two Bama, but it was twenty-one twenty-one at halftime, and it was pretty fucking exciting. Jaden Daniels got hurt. Game completely changed after that. Kind of a dirty hit, too. Like, watching it in replay, it was... I mean, God, I thought his neck was broken. Um, but it yeah, was that, brutal. That completely changed it. I think Alabama still is going to win that game simply because they were in Tuscaloosa. Um, but it would have been, like, uh, overtime or, like, you know... I mean, Jalen Milrow, he just put the fucking team on his back. He had, like, four touch. He was... He had three rushing touchdowns to start and like yeah. one passing touchdown. And it was like, <laughs> where did this guy come from all of a sudden? I'm like, people are going to draft this guy in two years to be like, this is the next Jalen Hurts. Because he's huge I mean, too. And he's fast. He's so fast. When when you can – he has like – oh, it's so weird. He has an arm like Anthony Richardson almost. But he has like the speed – not quite as fast as Lamar, obviously. No. But he he's elusive, dude. If he were as fast as Lamar, he can that fucking size, move. Crazy. He can, and he's elusive. I mean, he's. I think people would probably compare him to Jalen Hurts. I probably simply because Alabama and he's kind of similar play style right now. Where like 
his passing really isn't his thing, but it's kind of been developing throughout the season, and his running has just been right. what's separated him really. And I mean, I was, he was just—I mean, that LSU defense is also just absolute garbage. <laughs> Swiss cheese in the second half. <laughs> two teams. There, there are two teams this year that have just wasted absolute talents at quarterback this year on horrific defenses, and like it's not talked about enough with. Jalen Daniels, I think, or is it Jaden? Uh, whatever, whichever one it is. The LSU guy. Because he I has Heisman numbers. Huh? Jaden? Yeah, I think okay. uh, the Kansas is Jalen. Yeah. Yeah. But Jaden Daniels is putting up Heisman numbers. and I swear this is not a joke. <laughs> We're not doing this on purpose. <laughs> We're no, just trying to get it right, people. Yeah, I know. I really don't know. I always forget it. <laughs> but uh, that defense is so bad. They could be a national... T- like, Malik Neighbors has emerged as a fantastic standout wide receiver. Every every other play, all you hear is, there's Neighbors for 15 yards. Neighbors, touchdown. He's like the next on Justin Jefferson. LSU. On LSU, okay. Yeah. Like, they just, they've just they wasted a really good offense with a shit defense and LSU is not a team that should ever have a shit defense. No, not at all. Um, who do you want to go over next? I'll leave it up to you. Um, well, let's talk about Penn state, uh, by football math. We are, we technically beat Ohio state because we beat Maryland by more than them. 51 <laughs> 15 and we were worried about this one we were both like oh watch out like this is a game we could lose last week 51 to 15 <laughs> i think it just i think this just proves that like ohio state and penn state i think are on the same level i think we're both just as good we didn't we didn't look great but they didn't look great on offense either both defenses looked stellar and ohio state just happened to have marvin harrison like, Kyle Stroud didn't look good, but he just didn't look as bad as Drew Aller because he had Marvin Harrison on the other side. Kyle McCord. Yes. <laughs> you said I said Kyle Stroud. <laughs> we'll get to Stroud later. We, yes, we will get to Stroud later. Stroud, boy, stand up. Oh, yes. Yes. You like that one? 51 and a half fucking points. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it makes me, I mean, it's, it, it, they did what they do every year. They lose to Ohio state and then they get me hyped up for Michigan again. And with everything going on with Michigan now, like if we go out and beat them, it's like, it's just a big fuck you to Michigan of almost like, like, Hey, you can't do it without the sign stealing thing. And this story just gets better and better every day. Like uh, there's too many things that come out every day to even go over it. But like, this Con- this Connor Stallions guy is incredible. Uh, he fascinates me. I do want to say before we get sued for slander that Jim Harbaugh was proved flat out proved innocent in the sign stealing scandal today. Well, this came out we, today. Did we talk about it? How I mean that I think I I thought that it was possible that this Connor Stallions guy with his Michigan manifesto was just so crazy that he just did this himself and was like. I'm not even going to tell coach because I got this. Like, I believe well, I g- you're fucking right, I guess. <laughs> I, I thought we talked about it, but yeah, that's what I think of. Like, this guy's just and crazy. Then, and I don't think today Harbaugh's too much of a football guy to like do shit like that. Yeah. Like to set up that a little network. bit too. Like, 
I don't know. He's a little bit too straight edge for that. He's like, yeah, <laughs> old school. And like he, he would, he would do like the, like figuring out signs in game. Like that's just part of the game. Like teams can do that. But this whole mm. elaborate thing that this network of going to different games, that's not, that doesn't seem horrible to me. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, I don't know. It does. It, and today also, <laughs> someone gave Michigan signs to opposing teams. Uh, there's, to there's, like, there's something about. And, uh, like the guy was trying to uh, help out Michigan, I guess, and say that, hey, other teams took Michigan signs. Yeah, there's there's a whole. Book and obviously that... the coach, <clears throat> it, it's a current coach in the Big Ten. Yeah. Went under anonymity. A lot of people think it's Brian Ferentz from Iowa. <laughs> they, it's just so crazy. If this turns out to be James, that'd be hysterical. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but it, what if like, it's uh, what, who's the guy uh, from Michigan State that just got fired? <laughs> <laughs> that is like fuck you. Like he's out, and he's like, I'll just do whatever. Everyone was doing it. Fuck everyone. If I'm going down, everyone's going down. <laughs> that would be hilarious. But be I mean, you're, you're right about Penn State as well. Being kind of the same as being still evenly matched with Ohio State. Yeah. Rutgers led... Nine to seven at halftime against Ohio State. Rutgers is a little. Rutgers is low key kind of good this year. Low they key are. I, I didn't. I didn't realize they were six and two going into this game. They're they're bowl eligible for the first time in like a decade. Ooh. And their coach is still that guy that just Shiano. feeds. Yeah, Shiano that just feeds players to Belichick in the draft, or at least Sing did for a couple a years. Song, Shiano man. <laughs> Sing us a song we know. <laughs> That's too good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really think I I think Michigan is gonna kill Ohio State. Shane and I have signs very or not ideas on this. I think Penn State and Ohio State are just as good as Michigan at this point right now. Like with what I've seen so far, I think that they are all just as good. He thinks that Michigan is on a different level and will crush both of them. But I, I just I, I am on the same train of thought. And I can see that because they have like they have no one scored more than ten points on them all year. But then you go back and look and it's like, all right, who are these people who are these teams that aren't scoring more right. than ten points on it? And you're they play two and six Purdue this week. They played I mean the the teams they played are like a joke. They're, they played Michigan, who is in turmoil. Indiana, Minnesota, like Nebraska, Rutgers, Bowling Green, UNLV, East Carolina. Like, who who is that? And the committee proved the committee showed like they they put them at three because it's like you're winning, you deserve to be in the playoff right now. But who are right. you really beating to deserve to be any better than three? Because Florida State is definitely four behind them. Which actually, I don't even think they should be. I don't think they should be. LSU. I don't think they should be either. No, I I don't. <clears throat> I really think that Washington should be four. Even they have that before the even before this week. I was thinking about this. Well, no, after I was saying, we recorded. 
I was saying I don't think Florida State should be behind Michigan. I think they should be above Michigan because they have that LSU win and the Clemson win. I didn't. Yeah, we didn't really elaborate put, on this, but I, I think the top. I think the top four should be. I think it should be Michigan, Georgia, Ohio State, Washington, and I think Florida is Florida State's right there behind them, behind Washington. I mean, I think, it's, but the ACC I think is is weaker than the Pac-12 at this current moment. It won't be next year, but. <laughs> so this is what I think is I think for. What we knew before they did this first uh, ranking, I think they nailed it. I think Ohio State deserves to be one. Georgia and Michigan do deserve to be two because of just how they've been the past two years and they've continued it. They have a lot of returning. Well, Michigan has basically the same team as last year. I think Florida State at four is perfect because they've still looked good. They have those two key wins. And Washington being at five makes sense because while they have the win over Oregon – after playing it like those games after they have not looked great and then oregon like has looked much better like they've been on different trajectories until this week washington was very impressive so i'm interested to see what they're going to do tonight like will washington be in above florida state right now because they kind of struggled against pittsburgh for a little bit that's my thought wait where's the on oh what the fuck on ESPN, it doesn't have the college football. Get oh, rid of that there we go. Trash app and get the score. It's a thousand times better of a sports app. Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, whoever is working the ESPN scoreboard after nine p.m. on Saturdays needs to be fucking fired. I, <laughs> nothing was app, nothing was updating. ESPN app, watch ESPN, ESPN Plus is the clunkiest piece of garbage app that I have ever used. Get the score if you want to check your scores, look at articles and stuff. It's much smoother. It's better. I like the way it's set up. It looks great. Move on to that. You can keep ESPN Plus because you got to watch some of those things. But even the apps on the TV, it's just awful. It's horrendous. I do think that Washington is going to move ahead of Florida State because Florida State struggled against Pittsburgh for no fucking reason. I think Oregon moves... Oregon might who did they play this week? I think they, they I think someone? Oregon yeah, Cal. they 63 to what 19. I think you still put them behind Florida State just cuz they have one loss. I think you have to give Florida State the respect for not having yeah. that loss. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think the top 3 is going to stay the same. Yes. And then I think that Florida State Washington. will move down one, Washington will be four. Oregon. Let's go. Oregon let's go top will still 10. stay six. Where do we think the top 10 ends up here? Yeah, I um, think Oregon stays six. I think Alabama may jump. I wouldn't be surprised if Alabama jumps Texas. Because Texas kind of. I know they, they have will. the backup they quarterback. Will. They 100% that will. Great. They kind of just escaped from that. And Alabama looked really good against LSU. But they lost Jaden Daniels, so like it'd be interesting. I'm interested to see if they just kind of. I think they might keep that status quo until something moves. Like that might be something that doesn't budge. Oklahoma's I'm out. This down. So okay, I'm gonna go through just top ten right now. One, we got OSU. Two, we got Georgia. Three, we got Michigan. 
I want an asterisk next to that. I think Georgia, Ohio State can be either way. I think they might do some fuck shit. I don't know. Ah, uh, Georgia kind of struggled with Missouri. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, wait, I could say, uh, actually, just no, hold up, 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 Georgia just beat Missouri. I kind of completely forgot about that. Georgia will be number one, I think. I could see them just OS, keeping it status quo, the top three, but I could see them moving feel, Georgia up one. I feel like that counts as a signature win just because Mizzou is number 12. So that's I think true, number that, one's, yeah. that's right. You're right. You're right. Number one's Georgia. Number two's Missouri, OSU. Not that they're number 12. Right. Um, I mean, OSU just won against a quality Rutgers team. It's it's not like Rutgers is trash. No, they're not ranked. <laughs> the ranks is a huge thing for the committee, I right. think. Uh, so, Georgia, OSU, Michigan. Washington will be four. I think that's enough of a leap. I think beating USC is a big thing at, at USC. Five Florida State. Six Oregon? Yeah. Yeah, they I mean say. they completely blew out Cal. Yeah. And then you said here Alabama over Texas. I agree with you. Bama but, at seven. Yeah. Texas at eight. I think you bump up Texas, Ole Miss. Yeah, Texas still beat a ranked team. Yeah. Yeah, and then Bump I think up you, just, Miss. Yep. you move everyone else up one and take out Missouri. Or you take out Oklahoma. Sorry. You take out Oklahoma and Missouri and move everyone up one, respectfully. Yes. I, I think I think Louisville is right there at number 11 behind so, Penn State. Yeah, so after Alabama, it would go Ole Miss, Penn State, Louisville. Ole Miss, Penn State, Louisville, yep. Yeah, I would, so we I got would that. All right. No reason that why that true. would really. I would have no reason to think why that would really switch. No. Like, yeah. I mean that that seems good. I think obviously the college football committee likes Georgia a lot. Yeah. I think they do value that right team win, like a college mm -hmm. football playoff team win. Yeah, I like that. Um. Last thing, probably the biggest thing about college football this week that washington usc game 52 to 42 at rock. one point the over under was 106 and a half <laughs> live bet i thought i thought you and brandon were gonna curse the the alabama and the usc game so bad because you guys were both like these games rock and then immediately Jaden daniels got hurt and alabama started blowing them out and i was like what the fuck's about to happen in this usc game now where it's gonna suck <laughs> i was like god it stayed damn it. good because sometimes like it's more brandon but you guys will have a quick reaction to something and it will just completely change and i'll be like what the fuck it's dude i've been like I've... odd coincidences that i've noticed sometimes <laughs> and i'm like how is this always happening when they say something there is some it, it is it has been weird for the past fucking seven or eight weeks it's just been shit just yeah. been holy like fucking shit just wrong about everything <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really felt bad for caleb williams crying like jumping up into the stands and crying until yeah i saw that he quote tweeted the max dugan thing 
and Max Duggins was like way or more Max like thing. yeah relatable like that was after that big 12 championship game where he his team literally had to pick him up off the ground because he was so exhausted because in like 30 seconds he ran 80 yards in three plays to get them on the goal line and then just lost on the last play where they couldn't get in because he couldn't run it in because he was so tired so the running back failed to get in and he like felt like he failed his team he was bleeding down his arm like and then and then Kelly, caleb, williams caleb williams just said lmao you were like yeah Go and you're fuck lost yourself your... dude i guess he's it. a like, bum i, he I he's a dude he's a fucking bum i don't want him anywhere near the goddamn <laughs> patriots this is no i i've i've had enough of his bullshit to be honest with you I think he cares. I think I think I'm starting to think some of it's getting misconstrued with stuff because I think it's his dad mostly pushing for this equity thing. He does have some bad quotes and stuff out there. I know that. But oh, so that's even worse. He's like a fucking uh, Lamelo Ball, uh, fucking. Who's, but who's it's the dad? not their fault. <laughs> I, I never the blamed those family. kids. But like, uh, I'm not saying I'm completely sympathetic, but it does look bad when like you tweet that and like you're crying like this when your loss is you were already out of the playoff. You had no chance. You weren't really in the Pac-12 race anyway either. So, like, it didn't matter. Maybe he's thinking I'm losing millions of dollars because of this fucking defense and I, they people might have second thoughts about drafting me. And well, I like mean, they that. finally like, fucking fired Alex Grinch. What, I mean, who? why did that take so long? He hasn't released anything yet. Long overdue. <laughs> Way long overdue. Yeah, so fucking long. And I thought of a possibility after the game. Fuck Caleb Williams crying. Cliff Kingsbury, who's I almost forgot was on the USC staff. This is crazy by you. This take is wild. Isn't this crazy? Know. This no, is it makes crazy. No sense. Well, this was before the Raiders game on Sunday, so <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> now it makes a little bit more sense. Cliff Kingsbury came up to Penix after the game, and it got me think. Like you talked to him for a little bit, I was like, "Could Kingsbury be in line for the Raiders job and then go and draft Penix?" I just I could don't... see the Raiders doing that. They could trade up into the first round and I... do it. I just. I just don't know where you suddenly connected the Raiders to all this. <laughs> That's where why I was not? like, where, why, why? Like, you could pick any team. Like, why the Raiders? <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury's back from Thailand, back from fucking Lady Boys, and he's ready. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's ready to fuck some ladies, boys. <laughs> Coming back to his head coaching job in the NFL. But that was all before Antonio Pierce came in and made this team bump. <laughs> I love the Raiders all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the whole story about how McDaniels ended up getting out and stuff, like, it was all just so crazy. We have to go over this. And I know <laughs> they just went over this in the Mac, uh, the McAfee show last night. And, but so they all rallied around – uh, fucking Antonio Pierce. They won the game, what, 31-6? to six, Something like that. Maybe more. I, I don't know what the score was. So, there was a story that came out uh, of the players airing their grievances. Yeah. 
to McDaniels, but McDaniels wasn't the one that spoke up. It was Antonio Pierce that spoke for him. First off, a complete pussy move. I, what the hell is McDaniels doing? I don't even, at this point, I don't want him back on the Patriots, even if it would make them better. I know Gronk yeah. said something about that, about them firing B.O.B. and them bringing back in McDaniels. It was, the, the whole thing I, is I, I so weird. I, that's not ridiculous enough that I couldn't see them doing it, though. But it's just so weird that McDaniels in this whole thing was like, don't talk about the Patriots. Like, it was some cult or, like, some yeah. royalty or something. Like, so, Especially being the <laughs> head coach of another team. So Pierce brought up the 07 Giants team beating the Patriots, and he was like, hey, if that team that team believed that they could beat anyone, and he told the the team, like, that's what needed to be their mindset. Yeah. And I guess uh, McDaniels, like, told Pierce after everyone left, again, pussy move, don't ever talk about the Patriots like that. Yeah. You could fuck around with me, but don't ever talk about the Patriots <laughs> like that. <laughs> and uh, that's... I, I don't think that obviously wasn't the sole motivator behind firing McDaniels. That was just the final straw. Mm-hmm. That was the final hair on Mark Davis's head. Yeah. <laughs> uh. He had had enough. Every single has has McDaniels lasted more than two years fucking anywhere as I don't a head think coach. So. No. no, he's horrible. I don't know why anyone does it. Terrible. Great offensive coordinator. Terrible head coach. Very terrible. Um but yeah, that was that was very weird. And I, it, this even led me to believe that we want to see this Jets game next week. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Until last night happened. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was very bad and Aaron Rodgers was walking around without a boot on, so yeah, he might be playing in two weeks. Who knows? That's crazy. Yeah. What was it? Eight sacks, two fumbles, seven, seven fumbles? fumbles. So seven fumbles in the game. Zach Wilson had two fumbles, but the entire game Holy there was shit. seven fumbles. I'm happy they I went to bed. Two interceptions too, or no? No. No. Oh, I thought they had some interceptions. Oh, oh, that that clip I watched was a uh, fumble return. That's right. Oh, that was, yeah, that was bad. That was really bad. Yeah. Chargers still have the best uniforms in the league. Those yellow Very pants good. are awesome. <laughs> Very awesome. It's it's like this yellow almost. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure, like, it is, like, gold like that. Yeah, it's very yellow. That's crazy. Um, but in that uh, Raiders-Giants game, Daniel Jones just... He got his money, and he decided to just get hurt. I nailed the Giants this year. You did. I, I was just I was just looking at our division placement predictions. Some of them are really bad. Some of them are really good. <laughs> I like, couldn't have nailed the NFC East better this year. So far. Yep. So far, you're... I think over four, or one or four and zero. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's four for great. four. 
You're fucking Wendy's with the NFC East. <coughs> starting to fall apart over here. Oh, shit. We'll get through this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, But, yeah. Fucking <clears throat> Daniel Jones. Yeah, that sucks. Rip. Rip to Daniel Jones. I thought yeah, all our rips were last week. Might be... Uh... Might be the last time he ever plays as a giant, possibly, like, after that. He'll be gone halfway through next season. Unless he does the Rodgers surgery. Jesus Christ, yeah. Which is younger. (laughs) He can maybe heal faster. Just do DMT. That's that's the solution. And stay in a dark room. Yeah. So, if the playoffs started today, November 7th, all four AFC North teams would be in the playoffs. It's the best division of football. It's an ugly division, but it's the best. Like, all the teams are like, ugh. When you, well, not all of them. I don't know. There's, like, there's two that stand above, but, like, the Browns and the Steelers sometimes. Like, Even the Browns. Week out, you're like, meh. Only, the Browns have only been that way because the offense hasn't been healthy. Yeah. But I, this I'm week, they looked a it. lot better. Like, it's the same thing with the Steelers. They, it's Both of them are just, they have a great defense, but you don't know what, the, what part of the offense is going to show up week in and week out. Right, yeah. Um, the Steelers won on Thursday night, but in another game-winning drive under Pickens' belt or Pickett's belt. Seven and what the f- primetime games. That's crazy. And they're playing the Steelers in one month from now. Exactly, or I mean the Patriots. They're playing the Patriots exactly one month from now on Thursday night, and I will be at that game with Shane, <laughs> and I am scared. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna feel so great until the fourth quarter. When I want Kenny all the beers poured on me. Out. I'm going to be drunk at that game. <laughs> you're gonna be freezing. Go, uh, which is exactly why I'll be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but what the hell is going on with Pickens? Did he finally snap? Like, is his weirdness finally coming out? I don't know. What I happened? guess he. I guess he unfollowed like the Steelers on all his social media things. And he, I don't know if something happened during the game, but he's uh, like not happy with the way anymore. he had negative so two weird. yards, one reception, negative two yards or two receptions, negative one oh, yards or something George like that. Pickens, George Pickens. I thought you were talking about Kenny Pickett yeah. for some reason. I was thinking no, not Pickett. Pickett. Oh. Pickens. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, I, I, it's, they're too close. One of them needs yeah. to change their name. I don't know. It's weird. It is. It is weird. I don't know what the hell is going on there. Um, but we already talked about the Browns. I'm scared of a healthy Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper. Yeah, Amari Cooper. Their their running back situation is good enough with uh, Ford and Hunt that it do- that doesn't matter. There's teams that can just run the ball with anyone. I feel like. Like having Nick Chubb was just a cheat code for them. Yeah, it really was. Enough. And they have Amari Cooper, and I don't think they use him enough either. Like if they do, then yeah, they're definitely scary. That defense, Miles Jack is not Miles Jack. Miles Garrett is. I don't even understand how someone like that exists. Like he just doesn't look like a real thing. They pitched the shutout against the Cardinals this week, which was impressive. Very good, but I think the Browns are the Browns are real. They were a little bit conservative in that game with 
Watson's Watson's shoulder. That was his first game back in three weeks, mm. two weeks. But uh, yeah, that's that's kind of scary. That's something to look out for. Uh, we'll stay. I I I do want to move on to the NFC West after this, but we'll stay on the NFC North. I mean the AFC North. Um. Bengals beat the Bills. And no one died this time. Nope. No one did. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. 24 to 18. Uh, it looked like it was going to be a higher scoring game early in the game. But Bengals defense showed up in the after the first quarter, honestly. Mm-hmm. Bengals defense really rolled in. Uh, so our it seemed like the Bengals dominated that game. But do you think that the Bengals are on a better winning streak or the Bills are on a worse losing streak? I think it's a combination. Because the Bills the Bills have been skidding, too. Yeah, I think it's just a combination of both. I don't think they're definitely, like, done, but it doesn't look great. It's been weird. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they have a uh, a weird dichotomy with the 49ers where the 49ers defense is good and their offense is shit, but the, the Bills offense is good and their defense is shit, but they're still yeah. like, having the same problems almost. But then their offense isn't really even like doing that well. No, it, it really isn't. Gabe Davis, zero receptions, zero yards. Yeah. I was very scared actually going into last night's game that Garrett Wilson wouldn't get enough fantasy points for me to win. But I beat Zach. Let's go. Three and six, baby. Um, <coughs> oh, my God. Woo, you're feeling it. I can I'm, tell you're feeling it. I'm, I might need to hurry this up. Yeah, we will hurry this up. Uh, the Ravens might be the best team. One of the best teams. In the league. In the league. Say it. Probably the best team in the AFC. I was there, and it was impressive to watch in person. I would... Yeah, the, you were there. Yeah, talk about that. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, I just... It was, it was a good time. It was very impressive to watch in person. I don't really have much <laughs> else. Awesome. It was, <laughs> I don't have much else about it. Right, but yeah, they just killed the Seahawks, which I think was a popular pick to win the the Seahawks coming in yeah upsetting the Ravens oh, yeah. but they did nothing <laughs> no nothing at all it was a whole like bunch could, of nothing they couldn't do anything like I couldn't believe it so then the the 49ers had a bye week so they uh they did nothing yep <laughs> Cardinals get Kyler Murray back next week. I'm kind of excited about that. And James yep. Conner. He's confirmed on the roster this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the Rams got slaughtered by the Packers. I think I saw the stat that Matt LaFleur is 6-0 against the Rams, in including the playoffs. Yep. So, that was that was rough. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Dolphrods in Germany. Yeah, man, they just can't beat a winning team. 
I got up early. I got up at like 8 o'clock. I was like, I got an extra hour of sleep. I'm ready to go. Miami just shit the bed. Tyreek like, didn't score a touchdown. It was like at least exciting at the end, but it was still like they Kansas City didn't even score in the second half, and they just couldn't they couldn't come back and win. Right. <laughs> um, the that so I love those games in Germany. Next week it's going to be the Colts and the Patriots Ugh. in Germany. Not a lot of people are going to want to wake up for that. Don't blame you. <laughs> nope. Uh, so we already fucking covered the AFC East as well. Um, so let's move on to the AFC South. CJ motherfucking Stroud. Holy shit. He is a real deal, man. He is the real deal. <laughs> they won with no kicker. <laughs> uh, yeah. 30 for 42, 470 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions, no starting running back, no kicker halfway through the game. They won thirty nine to thirty seven. That I didn't get to watch it, but it sounded awesome. I might, I might the go backup, back the gameplay. The third, I don't even know if he's the third string running back. He might be the fourth string running back. Was the emergency yeah. kicker, and oh, he no, came Wally. in and kicked that. Yeah, he came in and kicked that. What was it? Thirty three yard field goal. Yeah, and then after they and scored, he fucking to go got up, it. They they didn't kick anything. They just kneeled out the uh, extra point. <laughs> and yeah. lots of people on gambling Twitter were very mad. Well, if they would have returned it, if the Texans, or I mean, if the Buccaneers would have returned it, yeah, that would have been two points. Been, yeah, the game yeah. would have been tied. I know they were smart, but so, gambling Twitter was very mad. It was very funny. <laughs> what do you mean gambling Twitter? What did they want? It definitely went over. To co- no, to cover for the uh, Texans to cover. Oh, oh okay. they wanted them to go for two to cover. I think. Gotcha. I think I don't even know what the cover was. Maybe three and a half, I guess. Two and a half. Yeah, yeah. it was three and a half. Something like that. Three and a half. But those were video game numbers from Stroud. He scored 51 and a half fantasy points. Won me the game this week. Absolutely. All right. Well, I mean, fuck. I guess we didn't go over the Patriots, but they lost to the Commanders, so fuck it. All right. We'll go on to the Eagles. Sean. (laughs) Uh, um, that was, you know, we, we, we won and we really shouldn't have, to be honest. Uh, we had, everything was winding up for us to lose that game and blow it. Like our top two corners get hurt. One of them gets a pass interference call when they get hurt and they're on like the five yard line and it's like, all right, we're going to lose. And somehow we get them at like third and 28 or something on like the 30 and they come up short and CD was was that, that was CD lamb that almost got it. He was at the, like the three yard line. Yeah. And the defense stepped up when it needed to. Um, The offense looked good. I wish they didn't kind of stall out after we went up. I wish we would have been able to like really step on the throat and stomp them out. Um, but the, the bye week couldn't have come at a better time for us, really. Like, Jalen was limping off before the yeah. half. Like, it, it's a good week to just get everyone healthy. I think I think Slay and Bradbury are okay. I got. I think Slay was talking to the media after, fine. So, I... Yes, I, Slay went back into the game, I think. Oh, did he? I didn't know. Yeah, I was yeah, just he like, did. Please don't yeah. score. 
But yeah, because yeah, he of, was out for uh, a little bit. Yeah, and he went back in. Lots of funny videos of grown men, Dallas fans, losing their mind over the tush push. Just yeah. absolutely going <laughs> lunatic. Did you see uh, the guy riding on top of the tush push? The Cowboys defender? Yeah. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> he was like doing the wave on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this, this breaks... Oh shit! This is not the right game. God damn it! But this breaks um, AJ Brown's streak of 125 plus receiving yards. He <laughs> I mean, only had yeah. 66 yards. If you look at the numbers, it's like, how did we win that game? And it's crazy. Yeah, right? you look at this and you're like, what the fuck? Dak Prescott, 374 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. They had <laughs> CD Lamb, their... 11 receptions, 191 yards. <laughs> <laughs> they had their best game of the season and they could not beat us when we had probably not one of our worst, but middle tier performance. And they're like, see you in Dallas. And I'm like, okay, yes, there's still a possibility, but how do you come out of that game confident when you had your best game and we had a horrible game, especially at the end and we right. still won and they'll say the refs. Yeah, of of course they will. <laughs> but Penalty I mean, what's even. what's I think new? We even had more. What's new for Cowboys fans? Yeah, I mean, fuck. RJ, for the final time, do you have anything else on the NFL? No, I do not, Ian. Alrighty, everyone, we say goodbye to RJ. This is his final episode. Of course, we're still friends. We didn't have any uh, falling out or anything. We still love each other. <laughs> this has been delayed for like two months because I was like, I don't want this to end up bad. <laughs> and I finally had to tell you, and I, I just couldn't do it anymore. Life, right. Life's changed you, since we started, and it's just not as easy. We've been recording later and later and later on Tuesdays, and it's it's... It's hurt. It's better if you can be consistent and I can't be and I can't always be consistent with it anymore. And that definitely helps numbers and stuff like being there at the same time every week. I mean, I've been <coughs> mad about it because I haven't been editing it on time. So <laughs> like the last episode that was supposed to be for the past week of sports came oh, out sorry. today. So but hey Dude, on to bigger and better things. Yes, sir. Staying focused. Hell yeah. On on the things that matter, uh, obviously, we're not making any <laughs> money from this. Yeah. So. <laughs> Dude, we love you, RJ. <laughs> All right, Ian. Thank you. Love you, too. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to call this now. <laughs> Pierogies. <laughs> Here's my podcast, Pierogies. <laughs> Hoagie-less Pierogies. That makes less <laughs> makes less sense than hoagies and pierogies, but <laughs> um, I'm gonna try to get uh, John on with me. He had, he didn't respond when I texted him about it earlier today, <laughs> and uh, might be solo for a little bit though. We might do like some half hour episodes, maybe when something important happens. Yeah, I'll make like a ten minute video on one. it or something. Yeah, easy. who knows. But yeah, dude, it's been a great journey. 
and has been. 75 fucking episodes? It's very impressive. Not many podcasts make it that far. 75 episodes? Yeah. That, I mean, that's it's pretty damn impressive. It I'm is. happy with that. Like it's I told you crazy. earlier, I'm happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, RJ had the shits, and I thought it would be funny for him to run off camera and go shit and then never come back. <laughs> <laughs> and me in the next episode to say either he never came back or RJ died of the shits. <laughs> so uh, they stopped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they stopped just like RJ stopped. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, but everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I will still be here. Do not get yes. it twisted. Come back. I'll try to get better at doing it by myself for a little bit. It seems just so fucking rigid when I do it by myself because I'm not talking to anyone else. Yeah. It's just something you got to get used to. But I talk to myself all the time, so. I mean, I do too, but I'm not, <clears throat> you know, talking to a whole audience of people. Maybe I just need to... That's true think that there's an audience in front yeah, of you. Yeah, exactly. Imagine they're right there. Like you do right <laughs> now. Instead of just CJ motherfucking Stroud, 30 for 42, 470 <laughs> yards, five touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But all right. <sighs> RJ, it's been a great journey. It's been a great time. Fuck yes. Please follow us on Instagram. Do it. Don't delete any of the, your hoagie and pierogi stuff because I still need access to it. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> uh, make sure to subscribe, leave a like on YouTube, comment whatever the fuck you want, even if it's bad. Fuck it. Do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. We love you guys. We'll leave see you ya. with this. We'll see ya. Um, munch, 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 munch,